0: Thanks for stopping by, Glenn. Edition. Lady Backus here on Fox News. She's an incredible independent journalist. And Sarah Carter. Sarah, how are you? Good to see you.
1: I am doing great, Joe. I'm here in Washington D.C. at CPAC. It's very exciting and uh, just very happy to be on with you today. Glad we can make it happen.
0: Uh, I love you making it happen. I know that it wasn't easy to do, but you, you make it look like it's nothing. Um, it C <laughs> Let's talk about CPAC. So you're there now. Yeah. Are you there in your capacity as a reporter? Are you going to speak as well? I mean, what, what is your role there?
1: I am speaking. I will be speaking here tomorrow at CPAC. Um, It's going to be very exciting. I'll be with Tom Homan on stage. Um, Julio Rojas will be talking about the border and the crisis that our nation is facing and what we can do to resolve that crisis. So I'm very excited to be doing that. Um, I'll be joined by so many other great people here. I'm very excited about the fact that we have uh, world leaders like Naib Bukele here, which is, which is really going to be a treat, I think, for everyone to see him, uh, speaking. Javier Malay, which is incredible. I've seen him speak. I was in Mexico and had the opportunity to see him there at, uh, Mexico CPAC. And of course, we'll be talking, uh, the humanitarian crisis as well that yeah. the Biden administration is basically brought on our nation. I think on both sides because of this open, insane border policy.
0: I love that Javier Javier Malay is a, is the new guy there. I, I wonder, does he speak English or is he going to do it in Spanish and they'll translate? I don't think you speak I Spanish, think... but does he speak English? Ex- well,
1: yeah, you know what? Yeah, he does. I think that they'll, they'll do it in Spanish though, and then okay. translate. When I saw him in Mexico City, um, it w- was of course all in Spanish, um, and it was it was an incredible speech. And I got to tell you, even with the translator, I was I had never heard a speech so in like it it just made you want to stand up and save the planet. He is a great speaker, a great orator, and he really can deliver the message about why our nation, why capitalism is so important and why democracy is so important and why we need to defend it with all our hearts. I mean, you could see what happened to Argentina over the last few decades. I mean, it's just been decimated yes. and uh, we're going to see a big shift, hopefully, uh, in the Western hemisphere. I mean, I think we've, we've abandoned. For the most part, America has abandoned the Western Hemisphere, Um, and that has always been something that I have been very vocal about. I travel a lot to Central America. I talk about these issues publicly, but I think for the most part, our foreign policy in our own hemisphere has been abysmal, Um, and we have watched nations like Venezuela – fall into the hands of, you know, communism and then just into disarray and chaos. We saw what happened in Cuba. We're watching what's happening across the board. But with leaders like Nayib Bukele, with leaders like Javier Malay and others, um, rising prominent uh, conservatives, I think we're going to see a shift back as long as as long as, Joe, America yeah. pays attention and does
0: its job. Well, I think America's starting to pay attention. Maybe not the administration, but we're paying attention to what they're doing in the administration. Right. And it's interesting. We're more worried about Ukraine uh, than, than we're worried about Venezuela, which doesn't make any sense. Or Cuba, that's 90 miles off the coast of Key West. Doesn't make any sense. So I'm glad, I'm glad that he's going to be speaking here. And hopefully people will hear his words. I don't know how many people got to hear the, the, the speech that he made in Mexico City, but we'll make sure we go and grab that. It's Sarah Carter, by the way. Go to SarahACarter.com. is her website, Sarah with an A and then another A and then carter.com. Go and do that. Sarah, I posted this on X a little while ago. You probably didn't see it. You've been busy. But I posted this. This is what the left I've is been... doing right now. I know. Trump is uh once He's a wannabe dictator. Trump will not leave office should he win again. Um, Hunter Biden's laptop is not real. It's actually Russian disinformation. Trump is getting his walking and talking papers from the Russians. In fact, the Russians are trying to use people in the House of Representatives to affect the 2024 election. Now, none of what I just said is true. It's all fake. It's all BS. But this is what they're all saying on the left. Sarah, how can this be a tactic that would work? It didn't work in 16. They think it's going to work now?
1: Yeah this is like Russia gate 4.0 that's what yeah. i said when i her- first heard about it it's so insane and it's such a lie and the thing is i when i first saw it i i giggled a little when i i would i see these talking points coming across cnn you know uh from their contributors uh the same talking points that the house republicans are basically doing the bidding of the russians i mean this right. is just crazy talk it's all lies but I had to stop myself because I said, you know, Joe, I I giggled, but this is so serious. This is the destruction of our nation and of our process and the lies that stick, right? The lies that have driven our nation into years of disarray that have taken a duly elected president of these United States and torn him and his family and those who support him tried to tear him apart. They're continuing to do that right now. And this is about our U.S. intelligence uh, apparatus and our law enforcement apparatus as well, along with those that should know better, people who have TSSCI clearances. These are people at the highest levels of secrecy in the United States government basically running operations against a sitting U.S. president and against Republicans and against anybody who's speaking truth. And that is what is so terrifying to me. You're right. We can see how, you know, the Democrats are waving Ukrainian flags and they're making everybody, they, they did it, to remember, during COVID when we, I could say that on your show. I could I believe that Because it's out. a I bunch can it of lies. You could believe that. Right. Well, that's just one lie after another. And this is what we are faced with, right? This is what we are faced with as a nation. Um, the severity of this cannot be uh, underestimated. Uh, I have been to countries where, in Pakistan and other places of the world, where the intelligence and federal, uh, you know, law enforcement apparatus is in charge, and the people will lose and do lose their power. And the the sad thing is, is that we our taxpayer dollars paid for this training, right? So what they're doing to President Trump, what they are doing to the House Republicans, the lies that they are telling to the American people, that was part of the training that our intelligence agents had when they work overseas, like when you're targeting an adversary. But instead that adversary, happens to be their own government and their own people and that's very frightening
0: well it is and sarah correct me if i'm wrong i'm just a logical guy i'm a former journalist you're a great journalist didn't we just find out that the cia was all over this russia hoax that was that was spending millions of dollars in several years trying to get the trump family and now all of a sudden fast forward to another election and they're trying it again that we just now found out that we funded and financed their lies about trump and russia And now they're going to do it. Who's going to buy this? Why do they think this will be effective? And maybe a better question is, will it be effective?
1: Well, because it, because it is effective, Joe, because it is effective. Because look, our agency, especially the CIA, right, and especially people like John Brennan and others, their edict is has nothing to do with the United States of America. In fact, they should be completely hands-off. US policy in the United States, anything, it's about foreign policy. That's what they're dealing with. They're dealing with foreign powers, right. foreign adversaries, threats to America. And if by chance, they had found something out through transmissions, through collection of intelligence. I mean, their whole job of the CIA is to collect the intelligence and to present it to the president, present it to our lawmakers so that they can make the best decisions moving forward. That is their job. What they have become is an apparatus to target, to target their political opponents. So they're being utilized as a tool. And that is destroying this country. That fundamentally is one of the worst things that could happen to this agency. We saw the same thing happen with the FBI, the extreme measures that were taken by the FBI. We've seen the same thing happen even on state and local levels. Like, for example, George Soros DAs, right? District right. attorneys. Everywhere. Running rampant, everywhere, just doing the bidding of, political, of their political allies against those against the opponents i mean this is not america but it is america now and we're turning into a banana republic it's dangerous it is um but you know this is why they do it and i was thinking about this because they can right you ask me what how do they get away with this right. do they get away with this because there's really no oversight who is going to hold the CIA accountable, right? Who is going to hold the NSA accountable? Who is going to hold the National Security Council accountable? Who is going to hold geospatial accountable? These agencies have so much power, so much expansive power that even our lawmakers are afraid of them, right? I remember when we were supposed to, I was like, why are we renewing, you know, the FISA? When yes. we knew, I, I broke these stories with John Solomon. We right. talked about the CIA being involved. I didn't need, you know, I love Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger. I love them. I think their writing is amazing. I think they did a great job exposing this. But right. we were writing about that five, six, eight years ago. You know, we were we were breaking stories over and over and over again on this. And the thing is, is that right now we have seen this expansive power base and lawmakers Literally were afraid of not renewing the FISA's, of not renewing Patriot Act, uh, you know, uh, measures, because what they said was, well, if something happens, then, uh, you know, the intelligence community can target me as a lawmaker and say, well, because you removed it, because you removed it, this is the reason why we were attacked. Wow. This is a lie. And this but, well, is a well, lie. Sarah,
0: uh, I gotta, I've got to stop you. First and foremost, those watching and listening realize Sarah was way ahead of this, years and years ahead of this. And when you mention the Patriot Act and FISA, I want people to understand because I think that because it's been a little over 20 years now, they get confused about this. It was supposed to sunset. The Patriot Act was a right. limitation of our rights for a short amount of time to make sure that we stop the bad guys from ever doing 9-11 again. Well, that was supposed to go away, and they keep on quietly re-upping it. The FISA court, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act court, it should have gone away as well because they're literally doing surveillance. They're doing work that they shouldn't be allowed to do via the Fourth Amendment and getting a warrant later. <laughs> they're like, and they're, and they're capturing Americans in the fray When you're right, the CIA is supposed to be foreign-facing. They're not supposed to be facing us, but they're being used against us. But you did ask a question. Who is going to keep them accountable? You and I both know the checks and balances mean the legislature should, the Congress should. But but what you said is so important. They're scared of these people that we've allowed them to create.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I want people to understand this. This isn't some kind of crazy sci-fi novel or some kind of mystery movie, some drama that was written. This is a... This story is, is so much worse than that, than what anybody could ever imagine. It's these expansive powers that have allowed people within our government to collect information and data, not just on our lawmakers. This is so serious. But on every single American, to be able to store it, to be able to harvest it, to be able to go back. So you can only imagine if you're a federal court judge, if you're uh, you know, a lawyer that works for a very high-level lawmaker, if you're a lawmaker, uh, anybody who has any power whatsoever, God help you if you have any secrets that you think you've kept to yourself. Yeah. Because nothing is private anymore. And I think people are afraid. They're afraid of what the backlash. Remember when I think it was Chuck Schumer when he said, you know, the intelligence community when he was warning President Trump, will come after you six right. ways to you know, seven ways to Sunday and he was like very serious about that that this is you you take on the intelligence community, you're going to be done. And what we've seen is that very hard lesson, but we've seen President Trump actually stand up and I don't think anybody else could have done this. I don't think there's anybody else in the world that would be able to do what we are watching right now, which is President Trump saying, I'm not going to stop fighting. I don't care what you do. I'm doing this for the American people, and we are going to expose you, and we are going to gut you. If I get into Washington, D.C., and I get the next four years, which I believe he will, I will gut these agencies and expose them for what they are because they are violating the Constitution. They're trampling our rights. And by the way, Joe, just really quick, under Obama, and uh, we broke this story years, right, I think it was maybe— 2017, it was John Solomon and I, but under Obama, the expansive nature of spying went far beyond what people even understood. Uh, it went to uh, a lawyer-client privilege, right. doctor-patient privilege, your synagogues, your priests. I mean, literally, it expanded so far that That by the time Obama finished office, his intelligence apparatus had to go to the FISA court and reveal what they were doing. And then they were chided by the court. They were literally chided by the court saying that they had never seen such a grotesque. Abuse of power Uh, and I'm waving. There's people walking by such a grotesque abuse of power, you know, in in the in the United States um, and and a violation of Fourth Amendment rights. Yes. Uh, So so I you know. Where do we go from well, here?
0: Well, I want to I ask you two questions. I, I, you've given me time that you didn't even have today, and thank you for doing this. One question. By the way, SarahACarter.com. Go to YouTube. Check out her podcast. I love everything that you do on that podcast. It's such incredible information. I love you long form like that. Um, I know. Th-
1: I had Riley Gaines on just recently. Love it. That, was yeah. a, that was a great interview.
0: She's a great friend. Go and check out Riley Gaines on with Sarah Carter on her podcast. Two things. Number one, have they come after you and try to shut you up?
1: I would say, you know, yeah, we definitely certainly have had, uh, especially when I was breaking the stories with, you know, on the FBI and what was happening with the intel apparatus. There were certainly times where I could say both John Solomon and I both were very nervous and very worried.
0: Um, I can understand that because you were were doing that. doing an expose on an organization that is the scariest on the planet. Just look at the Putin interview. He went on and on about the CIA, what the CIA has been doing, according to him. Not that I'm taking everything he says uh, as, as golden, but the CIA has its tentacles in everything. So I wonder, I, I'm sure they have gone after you, and I appreciate that you're still doing the hard work that you are. Second question has to be this. Should Trump win, and I want him to, and I think that he will. Can he go in there and with executive power just shut down? This expansive CIA, does he need legislative uh, support? Do they have to defund first? Do you know what the process would be to get them back under control?
1: I'm not sure of all of the processes that would have to go into place, and I don't think that shutting it down is it. look, there are, and I've worked overseas on, on the Warfront. I just want to make this clear. I have worked overseas, and I've covered the intelligence community, and they are amazing people yes. that have done incredible, put their lives on the line, lost their lives. One of our closest friends lost his life overseas working um, in the agency, and that was uh, disclosed in a New York Times story. So uh, their cover was rolled back. That, that was somebody that was very close to our family um what i'm saying here is that there needs to be a gutting and a reshifting of focus within both the fbi and within the intel community absolutely do we need to go back do we need to reassess yes we do because the what comes first is the constitution of the united states of america and we have to ensure the sanctity of that if we can't live on principle then what are
0: we 100%. I could not agree more. It's Sarah Carter. Go to SarahACarter.com. Go check her out on YouTube. You'll see her on Fox all the time. Uh, Go kick some ass at CPAC. uh, CPAC. I know that you're speaking, and I can't wait to see that after you do it. If I can't watch it live, I'll try to watch it live as well. Sarah, thanks for making time today. I know how busy you are.
1: Hey, thanks so much, Joe. It was great being with you.
0: Always love it. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. This
1: is The Joe Pack Show.
0: to have sarah carter on uh, sarahacarter.com a or go to sarah carter dc over on x oh you got something or no a little something i guess we do let's do a little, little pop culture so did you see that jimmy kimmel saying that he may um i guess retire or quit doing the late night show in a couple years? One wonders why. He's not that old a guy. I wonder what's going on. Uh, I mean, I guess he's said it before, but then he's signed you know, another contract, and I guess he's claiming now that this will be the, the last time Like he's going to sign a contract after this. All seven of his uh, viewers will hate that. All right, Polo, thank you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Carrie. I'm Joe. See This is The Joe Pegg Show.